Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Hopi. I don't usually introduce the episodes, but when we originally recorded this episode on Friday, today's Monday, um, we ran into a few bumps in the road with the intro, and I was trying to edit everything together to get it to sound cohesive, and it just wasn't working. So today's Monday, like I said, and we tried to re-record the intro and outro, but my microphone sounded like garbage for some reason. I don't know why. So I asked Mackenzie if it was okay if I just recorded this part of the intro and the outro by myself and she was cool with it. But um, we just wanted to say that we hope you had a great week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. And we hope you enjoy the episode. So yeah, okay. Today we are talking about things in your 20s that are underrated and overrated in terms of experiences, restaurants, life stages, um, all those things. So, you know. But before we do that, my brother's going to say hi. Ben, come say hi to the podcast. Hello, Ben. Without saying anything inappropriate. Say hi. Hello. Hey, do you have shares of Dogecoin or Dogecoin? How do you say it? Do you have shares of – yeah, he has shares of Dogecoin. Okay. He's been talking about it in our group chat. I remember yeah, whenever yeah, I was yeah, visiting. I do. I do you want to say something about, about stocks to the people? <clears throat> Give us a tip. Um, don't panic sell. Awesome. Don't panic said, sell. I I panic sell today. Wait, do you do you mean don't panic, comma sell, or don't panic sell? Don't panic sell. Don't sell when there's no reason. Yeah, don't panic sell. No comma. Tell him I did that today, and that I'm sorry. she did that today. Mackenzie did that today. He said to listen to some podcasts about stocks. Okay, have him send me the link after we're done. Okay, I will. Um, okay, yes. But we're going to be talking about underrated and overrated experiences. And Mackenzie, as per usual, would you like to kick us off? Yes. So I'm going to start with a restaurant. <clears throat> and, okay. you know, I would be, like, I feel like, I'm kind of a hypocrite in saying this because every time I go to Texas, I do visit this restaurant. Um, But every time I visit, I am disappointed because it's just not the best. So I'm going to say In-N-Out Burger is severely overrated. Every time I watch influencers in LA, they talk about In-N-Out's amazing. It's my favorite place. We go there every Friday. Like it's my one cheat meal a week, blah, blah, blah. And it's just not it. Like, The burger is so thin and tiny. It's like barely there. Their fries are always kind of cold. They're not very salty. They're not cooked enough ever. And it's just not amazing. Like there are so many good places. My favorite place is David's Burgers in Conway. Or they have some in Central Arkansas. So I don't know. You've had it before, Hopi, right? No, I haven't. You haven't been to David's? No, I drove by it all the time. I just never I, – I'm never really in the mood for a burger. Yeah, that makes sense. But when I am um, in the mood for a burger, and when I lived in Waco, I would go to In-N-Out. You would? Yeah. It's just not the best. Um, it's just not. There are so many good burger places. Also, Big Orange. Have you been there? No. <laughs> okay. Well, never mind. Um. There are just so many other places that are so much better. And even fast food places. I feel like Sonic's cheeseburger is better than In-N-Out's burger. Like, true. You want to know 
the best burger that I've ever had was at Hub 51. Yes. Oh my gosh. I had their burger too. It was very good. Yeah. It was really, really good. Also, there's another place in Chicago in River North. Something degrees. Is it like 29 degrees? I don't know what it's called, but they have really good burgers there too. But anyway, I, for a fast food burger, In-N-Out is probably my favorite, but their fries are really bad. Their fries are very, very bad, which mm-hmm. I feel like fries are half of the half of the experience, you know? I'm not really a fry girl. Oh, okay. If I get fries, I usually get sweet potato fries or no fries at all. Okay. But I, I, I do agree that In-N-Out is probably very, very much overrated because okay. people will will make a trip out of going to In-N-Out. Like, like In-N-Out will be a yeah. highlight of their trip to California or Texas. And it just should not be simply. Where else do they have them? Do they have them in Colorado? I don't. I feel like they've got to have them other places than Texas and LA or in Definitely. California. But yeah, I bet Nevada too. Yeah, I'm really not sure, but it's just oh, not the best. Probably but. Arizona because Arizona has Portillos. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they have to have other places. I bet around Cal, like states um, bordering California. I'm sure there are some. Yeah. But um, if you haven't had In-N-Out Burger, you're not really missing out that much. The, I do like their animal style, the way they do it. But if it was like animal style and like David's Burger Fries, that would be amazing. But it's just simply not. So. I'm sorry to hear that. So that's something that's <sighs> overrated. But. T- yeah. T- tough scenes. Tough scenes. Um, okay, I'm going to go into something that I think is underrated. Okay. And I think being single is underrated. And I've talked about oh, this before. Okay. I, I've dated and I'm open to dating again. Okay. Um, but I think that being single is very valuable because you get to do what you want with your time. You get to do with what you want with your money. You're not obligated to include anybody in your future plans. You can do whatever you want. Say Mm -hmm. when I graduate from my master's program, I'm still in a similar phase of life and I want to get a job in Arizona or Texas or Massachusetts. I can do that because I'm not – I don't want to say tied down because that makes makes marriage and being in a relationship sound negative, but I'm not obligated to make plans around anybody or include anybody in my plans. So there's a lot of freedom in it. And also, I think it gives you a lot of time to prepare for marriage because marriage mm-hmm. is such a big commitment. You share your entire life with somebody. That means money. That means including them in your plans for the rest of your life. That's a long time. Yeah. To be around somebody. You live with somebody. You might have children with this person. Um, so I just think it's really good. It's a good time to figure yourself out what you want, what you like, what your values are. I think it can be – I think it is a really good thing. Being single is a really, really awesome thing. You can hang out with your fr- – I mean, you can hang out with your friends when you're married and in a relationship, yeah. but you get a lot of really awesome time with your friends when you're single um, because you have so much more time to spend with them. And relationships are good, but they are time-consuming. Mm-hmm. Um as I should be because that's how you nurture a relationship is by talking and spending time together. But yeah, I just think that being single is underrated and I think that relationships are glamorized a lot 
And a lot of the hardships that exist in relationships aren't spoken about enough. And I don't think, I, I think that weddings are also glamorized without really, really understanding how big of a commitment a marriage is. Yeah. Yeah. I also so. think, um, I think it's really a beautiful idea to think like somebody who has dated because you can date in high school, but I feel like a lot of high school relationships aren't that serious. Like in, in all honesty, you're just not that mature in high school. And thinking back to like where I was and where I thought I wanted to be and who I thought I wanted to be whenever I was 17, 18, it just doesn't really match up with who I am right now. And so um, I feel like you don't really have your, your serious love relationships until you're 20. And some people do have high school sweethearts. I feel like it's very rare, but there are some Mm -hmm. people who are like that. But um, I I think it's like a beautiful idea to think that you have um, not had your fair share, but like you've dated around, you've you've been through several guys, not been through several guys, like that sounds (laughs) bad, but you've like you've gotten to know several guys romantically and dated, almost dated, talked to, you know, it's kind of complicated nowadays, but um, you've kind of gotten to know several guys. And um, then ultimately, whenever you're older, you have, you pick this single one. And it's like, of all the people that I've gotten to know and all the people I've loved, like, I know that you're my person. And, Mm -hmm. um, I don't really believe in soulmates or I guess I do believe in soulmates, but I think it's a much more beautiful idea to think that you pick the person that you're with and like out of every person on the planet and all the people that you've talked to or dated or whatever it may be that you pick that person. I just think it's like a really like cool idea to think that like regardless you are picking this person over and over instead of being like, oh, that's my soulmate. That's who I'm meant to be with. So that's who I have to be with. Um, so I, I think, yeah, being single is kind of a beautiful thing. And um, I think marriage is also a very beautiful thing too, but yeah. I do think it's, it's very, especially in the South, it's uh Yeah. Oh, 100%. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think being single is definitely underrated, especially in the South, because everybody wants to rush into a relationship right away and then have kids right away. And it's like they barely know who they are and they barely have their like career or their path in life figured out. And they are trying to figure out who the person that they want beside them for the rest of their lives is, which is just kind of stressful to me. Like I know several people who are still in college or when I was in college were in college and got married and just thinking about the stress of that, I'm like, you know, being single, isn't that bad? You know, I definitely don't think I could have been married and gone through. I mean, I could have, I could have been married and gone through the things that I went through, but I think it was so much personal growth for me that if I had gotten married before all of that and then gone through all of it, I would be a different person than when I got married, which I guess that's just, you're in it for the long haul regardless. But yeah, I think being single is definitely a wonderful thing. Sometimes. Yeah. And there's negatives to both, I think, but. Yeah. yeah. I just think that the positives are overlooked so much. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, I just think when you marry someone, you have to choose them every single day for the rest of your life mm-hmm. over other because when you when you get married, it's not like your attraction to other guys just turns off. Yeah, you have to make that decision to stay faithful to your wife or your husband, and you have to continue to choose your wife over that person. You have to put that person or like include that person in your financial decisions and everything. Um, so yeah, I had another point. It was something else that you talked about, but I can't remember what it was. I don't Sorry, know. Sorry, I carried on for a oh. bit. Oh, no, 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 it's okay. I, I remembered. Kind of like you were saying, there are negatives and positives to being single. There are also negatives and positives to being in relationships and being married. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to this and your takeaway is that we're harping negatively on people that are married or in relationships, that's not the case. Or if you're like, if you've dated and married your high school sweetheart, that's beautiful and we're happy for you. And I don't want anybody in a relationship or in a marriage to think that we're like, yeah, being single is better than being in a relationship. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You're stupid for getting married. That's not the point. So I just wanted yeah, because to put the little. Y'all have dates to weddings and I have to message different people every wedding and be like please go to this wedding with me so I have somebody to sit with (laughs) so that is something that definitely is a positive of um being in a relationship is having somebody to be your date and to be your arm candy for events I have two weddings coming up Mackenzie will you be my date um yes ma'am I think we already talked about being a date to one of them right Uh, or was that no that was Blaine (laughs) sorry Oh, awesome. I'm your second choice. Okay, very cool. Um, <laughs> your turn. Um, okay. Um, excuse me. Um, <laughs> Whoa. My next thing that I think is very overrated is finding your career right after college. Now, let me expound on this because I found my career right after college and I went into a job that was in my career field right after college. So I do think that it can be a very great thing. Um, But I just remember my senior year of college getting to the point of graduation and feeling like by May 11th, 2019, I had to have everything figured out. Like I had to have the job figured out. It had to have benefits, all of that. Um, And instead of really looking for what I was passionate about and discovering what was my purpose and my passion, I kind of just was forced to look for like what would pay the bills. And so I'm lucky that I ended up with a job that I actually did like and I feel like fit my passions. But at the time that I was applying, I didn't really understand that. And so I think it's, I think it's, overrated to have your career figured out right after college because I think there's a really like important period of time of figuring out like what you want to do because really whenever you start your job post-college that's what builds your resume so like I'm stuck in in the career and I, I say stuck I could make a change if if I really wanted to but it would be difficult at this point because I now have all of my eggs in one basket. And so it'd be difficult to change and everybody be like, like if I wanted to go and do accounting, um, 
it would be really difficult to get a job in that because they're like, well, you've done this for so long. All of your experience is here. Why do you want to switch? Um, so I just think take time. Like if you haven't graduated yet, if you have, then, you know, maybe you can agree with me, but take time to really find out what you love and, um, to just kind of explore, you know, what you want to do, because it really is going to set you up for the rest of your life. Um, and you can always make career changes and there are people who do, who do that. But I think there is beauty in finding what your purpose is and what you're called to do, um, instead of just jumping into a salary, like right after college. And I think that that is not really talked about because there's so much pressure on you to like have a job once you graduate and to have at least your next step figured out before you even graduate college. And so um, I think we should normalize not having it figured out because most people don't. Yeah, I think we should normalize that too. But I will say that as someone who graduated from undergrad and went right into grad school, I'm, I envy my friends that had job offers their senior years of college. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I I really wish that I had that, and I really wish that I knew my entire time that I was in college what I wanted to do. I think that's yeah, I and I that. think you can figure it out in college too. I think, um, I just think the pressure of it is so is what's so overrated yeah. because there are a lot of people who get to their senior year and don't know, and that's how I was. I remember questioning if I even wanted to do marketing. And it was February of my senior year. And I was like, well, I guess mm-hmm. it's too late to decide now. Um, but I felt yeah. I felt like I had to have decided. And I didn't really have a choice of, like, figuring it out, really. So, yeah. You could also, like, I transferred my senior year of college. And that's yeah. fine. And I remember beating myself up for that. And anytime anybody talked about Baylor to me while I was at Baylor, I was like, yeah, I'm here, but I just can't wait to graduate because I was so embarrassed that I was taking so long to get through undergrad. And I was so embarrassed that I changed my life course throughout or so late in my undergrad, in my time in undergrad. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that you should take time, take as much time as you need to figure out what you want to do and where you want to go. And -hmm. something else that I would want to say, if there are any high schoolers listening, college is not your only way out of high school. There are technical yes. and trade schools where you can make bank and learn some extremely useful skills. So look into those too. I'm not saying I wish I did that, but I have a lot of friends that are in the trades and they are doing very well for themselves and they really have great jobs and love what they're doing. So do not sleep on trade and technical schools because those occupations are very important. Also, I feel like I've seen a lot of people recently, um, or like I work with several people who um, went into the, uh, not the Marines, the military right after, um, like instead of going the traditional route of college, and then they ended up going back to school and getting their college paid for. And while a lot of people have a lot of student debt, um, they got it all paid for by the military after serving for a couple years. And so that's another route that I feel like is kind of rare um, that some people take, you know? 
Mm-hmm. You yeah, also get sure. a lot of benefits from being in the military. Um, there's a lot of positives of that. Yeah. Okay. My <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I just don't have anything else to add. I don't know anything about the military. I don't know much. But you do know some things about the Marines. Not the Marines, the Navy. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. I I know so much about the Navy. Okay. Um, Okay. My next thing that I think is overrated, it's actually two things. And this is really going to tick some Southerners off. But listen. Let's hear it. Listen, y'all. Chick-fil-A and Sonic are very much overrated. Oh, da, 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 da. You did not say you were going to say Sonic. Yeah, oh, yeah, I did. Because I, I, I'm talking to a former Sonic employee, so I wanted to make sure it was okay that I said Sonic, and I said Sonic before we started, and you didn't say anything. Oh, I did not hear Sonic, but I have to completely disagree with Sonic. Chick-fil-A, I can, I just, I can low-key get behind. People people praise, they praise Chick-fil-A. And I don't know if people love Chick-fil-A. I'm sure this is part of the reason why. Why people in the South love Chick-fil-A so much because of what Chick-fil-A stands for and what mm-hmm. the larger demographic of Southerners believe in. Um, I'm sure that has so much to do with it. But the food, like the food is good, but it's not like, Oh my gosh, I can't wait to get off work and go to Chick-fil-A. And same with Sonic. I have a friend. I'm gonna call her out. This is my friend Michaela. I every knew time you were I'm bring her up. <laughs> every time I'm with Michaela, I think we go to Sonic. Yeah. And that's fine. I'm more than happy to go to Sonic. She's I a lover get... of Dr. Pepper. Which Michaela is another southern thing, I feel like. Yeah, did you know that Waco is that's where Dr. Pepper was founded? I did not. Wow. Go Waco. Uh Kudos to you. We have have a Dr. Pepper museum. Wow. Um, But anyway, yeah, she loves Sonic, and I'm more than happy to go and sit in the car with her while she orders. That's fine. (laughs) I'm happy that she loves something so much, but I just don't get it. I don't get why people love Sonic or Chick-fil-A so much. Okay. um, what, What about Sonic do you not understand? Like, the drink aspect of it, the... Okay, Dude, this is what, like, what, this is is what I don't think I understand. And this isn't true for every Sonic consumer. But I don't drink pop, so I'm sure that has a lot to do with it because that's what Sonic <laughs> that's what Sonic is. But the food also is not good. Okay. Okay. Have you had their mozzarella sticks? Yeah. Okay. Um, I just have to agree- disagree. I feel like Sonic has food that nowhere else has. You can't go just anywhere and get chili cheese tots. I didn't even know that those existed. Okay, that's probably why you don't like Sonic. If you oh, have- that's fine. Okay, if I had the chili cheese tots, my entire world would change? Is that what you're saying? Honestly, it might. I'm not lying. Um, they're chili che- They have hot dogs. You can't normally get hot dogs anywhere. I've, I've had a- um, you can in the north. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forget that. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, in the South, you can't get hot dogs everywhere. Um, They also have, like, cheddar peppers and fried pickles at some locations. And, 
okay, wow. And then they have <laughs> the judgment. <laughs> the judgment. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Like, oh, their pretzels. They had like um these pretzel sticks. I don't know if they even have those anymore. I like never go to Sonic anymore, but um and then their burgers are really good. Their popcorn chicken is so good. They just have a lot of things that like you can't find other places that it's like only Sonic does this. Oh. So also, have, have you ever had their slushes? I don't like those. Okay, well, <laughs> okay. Then that's why it's it's your taste. Wait, more. I would like to say that I sound so snobby. I'm sorry. I don't sorry. like those. I don't yeah, like, I, I don't like pop. Okay, I do <laughs> like pop. I do like pop, but it's I don't soda. Like pop. Okay. I don't like, I don't like it. And I don't like a lot of, like, a lot of what you're describing to me doesn't sound, like, good. It just sounds like it's going to give me a stomach ache. Okay. Well, sounds like a stomach issue to me, not, not a sonic issue. Sounds like a fast food issue to me. Okay. Agreed. But listen, but listen, <laughs> I do like fast food, like, Chipotle, Panera, give me some. Oh, like a Culver's. Okay, but a Culver's. A Culver's Butter Burger is pretty good. Give me Portillo's. Culver's is way better than In N Out. Oh, really? Do you not think so? Um, I don't think they're. This is what I think. This is what I I like about In N Out is I like their sauce, which is just mayo, mayo and ketchup mixed Together. together. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. Jack makes it. My brother makes it at home when he. Makes I thought it, it had relish in it too. It does. Yeah. Okay. Ketchup, mayonnaise, yeah. and and relish. Yeah. That, that's what I think I like about In and Out Burger so much. Um, but I'm not. I I sound so snobby. I don't. I do like some fast food. I just not. I don't know. I don't think I can recover from this. Why don't we just move on? <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I'm just going to have to say, I think you're wrong on Sonic. I just think you haven't, you haven't really experienced Sonic correctly, I guess. I don't really know what to tell you. Okay, that's okay. Your turn. <laughs> um, okay. I feel bad now because I, like, totally argued with you the whole time, and you just let me speak in mine. So I apologize, but I think you're wrong. <laughs> that's okay. I accept. Okay. Um, my next thing that is underrated is becoming best friends with your coworkers. Word, girl. So true, girly pop. So true, girly pop. Um, <laughs> so in my first job, so there are a lot of pros and cons to both of my jobs. One of the major pros of my first job out of college was I literally had, I literally became best friends with one of my coworkers on the marketing team, like from the day that I started. It was instant. She said in my interview that like we were going to be best friends and we are to this day. (laughs) Like it, I, it was like the first week we went to lunch, um, once we went to lunch as a team, the next day we went to lunch, me and her. And from that time, I think we went to lunch together. I think I could probably count on one hand the amount of times we did not go to lunch together um, my whole time there. And it was just a beautiful thing. And getting to work with somebody who is also your best friend is 
like a really, really fun thing. And um, I definitely miss that aspect of um, of that job. I'm, I'm still close with my coworkers, but a lot of my coworkers are male at my new job. So it's just a little mm-hmm. different, like especially when you're a single gal working with a bunch of married men, you just like have to keep some things professional and you just don't like talk about the things that you would talk about with girls. And so um, anyway, and then some of the girls like were just a little bit different like still love them talk to them a lot I'm actually um I have a lot of fun talking about one of my coworkers' wedding all the time like helping her plan it and stuff like that but um I think when you work with people and there have been several jobs that I've had where I've worked with people that I'm very close to and I just think it's very underrated like how important that is especially just like having good coworkers makes your life so much better just because you're with them. You're literally with your coworkers more than you're with your family um, or your roommate or whoever. Like if you work in an office, you're going to spend more time with them than you even spend with your significant other most weeks. So it's just very important to have close coworker friends. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't dread going to work at all. I don't think I've ever dreaded a day of my job that I have right now. My internship and my barista job, because I love my the people that I work for and with so much. We yeah. I laugh at work when I'm at the coffee shop. I laugh all day. I laugh so hard. And it's just a blast. I love working with them, and I'm so happy that I got to know them. And a couple of my favorite coworkers are leaving. No. That's and I signed – one of them is leaving next week, and I signed his goodbye card today, and I'm very sad mm. that he's leaving. I'm very sad. That, well, another one might be leaving. I'm going to try and make her stay. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to. But, um, yeah, having awesome coworkers is such a blessing. It's the best. Yeah, I also just think it's so fun. Like, I mean, my jobs now are a little different because it's like 8 to 5 Monday through Friday. But whenever I was in high school and early college and worked in worked at Sonic, <laughs> that Hopi hates, um, mm-hmm. it was so fun. Like whenever you would get to have a shift with like certain people and yeah. it's like literally makes your day when you walk in and you're like, yes, my coworker bestie is here. Like yeah. I just think it's so underrated because like it's it's just so important and it's so much fun especially when you're in like an hourly job because it kind of switches like some days you might go without working with that person and then the next day you are working with them again and um I just think it's such a fun dynamic especially I feel like especially in food service or not food service but like in an hourly job um you bond a lot over coworkers that you don't like, you know, like with the coworkers you do like, and you may not be like that, but I remember at Sonic, it was like, oh. <laughs> no, anyways, I don't have, no, 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 I just don't have any coworkers that I dislike. Oh, okay. Okay. Genuinely, well, I don't have any. In the future, maybe. Like, it's just, it's just a funny thing whenever you're like on the same page. <laughs> it's one of those things where you just like can look across the room and you know, like, what you're thinking, you know? So. No, I, I have that with my friend, my coworker that's leaving. He's leaving. And we look at each other all the time 
and say nothing and we have masks on and we just communicate with our eyes whenever we hear or do something and it's so funny i'm yeah it's it's the best like that unspoken communication that you have because you're just on Mm -hmm. the same page yeah yep that's the best and a lot of people i'm in i'm getting my mba and in my management class last quarter we had a lot of um discussion boards where you had to talk about poor work experiences and some people really hate their coworkers. So if yeah. you have coworkers that you love and get along with, I hope you know how lucky you are because that's yeah. a very wonderful thing. I have had that um before where I'm not going to say what job or anything, but I had a um coworker who took credit for a lot of my work and it he was like very hard for me to get along with um because we would walk in a meeting and I would have prepared so much um, for like this client or whatever. And then he would come in and act like he did all of it. And that was like, that is like the most frustrating thing to me. And so I was like just a little, just a little intern gal. (laughs) And um, I remember Uh just being super frustrated with that. And, um, so that's hard. It's hard whenever you have coworkers. Like, and if I didn't have a close friend coworker to vent to about that, that is like even harder because what do you do? Just go home and like sulk in it and you don't have anybody to talk to about it. It's just hard. So yeah, that is hard. Okay. Um, my last point, that was a really good point, Mackenzie. Thank you, Queen. <laughs> I just wanted to acknowledge that before I moved on. Okay, my next and last point is I think music festivals are overrated. And as, as somebody who has been to music festival, I have to agree. I have also been to a music festival. I would go to a music festival again mm-hmm, for sure. Same. I, I don't think Especially will... because Rona has taken away our concerts, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I, would, I, would go... I would be front row. Yeah, I would for sure go again because I love concerts and I love music. And I had a great time at Austin City Limits with our beloved Bailey, mm-hmm. um, manager. our manager, Bailey. Yeah, I would go again. And we were going to go again. We were going to buy tickets for our last ACL in Texas mm-hmm. while we were both living there. But RIP. But th- there are just – it's so – well, ACL was so hot. It was mm-hmm. so hot. It was – I think the first weekend in October in Austin, Texas, um, and that's to be expected, but it was just blazing hot. A water bottle is like $8. It's crowded. Um, Everybody's sweaty. Everybody's drunk. Everybody's high. And if that's your scene, I love that for you. Um, Yeah. I didn't really take away from the experience. I'm seeing all these things and I would still go back and I would redo that festival if I could because mm-hmm. I had so much fun. Those are just the cons. And a lot of music festivals like Coachella and ACL are kind of glamorized on Instagram because there are so many different, you know, marketing setups that are set up so that you can take pictures of the festival and post it to your Instagram and hype the festival up. Mm-hmm. But they are, music festivals are overrated. Because also during the day when there aren't big headliners that a lot of people know, you're kind of just like sitting around waiting Mm -hmm. and spending money on overpriced food, which kind of sucks. But so overpriced. Oh, I think I I I think I paid like 
$18 for an acai bowl that wasn't even a full bowl. It was like a cup, like a like a smaller than a red solo cup full of acai. Yeah. And like but you have to oh, pay sorry. it because the the vendors are there and you can't bring it in. So like Yeah, you have to. They kind of suck you into it. But they mm-hmm. do that at con- at normal concerts too and they do yeah, that at sporting it's events. True. It's just part of the it's just part of the vibe and the the scene there, I guess. But um yeah, I just think that they're overglamorized. But then again, I do have a list of songs that I would love to hear at a festival. Like, do you know the song All These Things That I've Done by The Killers? Mm-hmm. If I heard that at a festival, I would go ballistic. That song is like, if you play that song, it's like a switch flips in my brain and I just lose my mind. I love that song so much. If and I, think I hearing heard... It, hearing it live, oh my gosh, hearing that song live would just undo me. Especially uh, like at ACL, if they headlined, if The Killers yeah. headlined, I would love that so much. Um, I feel like I can think of a couple Taylor Swift songs that I have to hear live before I die. Um, Cruel Summer being one of those. And, um, what is the other one? Dancing with our hands tied. Okay. I would love to hear Cruel Summer. Um, also Paper Rings. I love Paper Rings. Um, you just, you just, you just named two of my least favorite Taylor Swift songs. What? Paper rings and dancing with our hands tied. You don't like dancing with our hands tied? Mm-mm. Oh, wow, 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 wow. But Cruel Summer goes hard. Also, Champagne Problems. I gotta hear that oh. I Okay, if I heard Champagne Problems live, I would scream. That song is so good. Die. I, I would, would die. too. Also... Or if I, um, or if I went back and saw Kygo... Um, oh, yeah. Because I've seen Kygo before, and we all know that I love him. If Me he too. Played higher, <laughs> but just so you know, his festival set is different than his like concert set. Oh yeah, it definitely is. His concert set's really good, but I'm sure his festival set is good. And if he played Higher Love, I would go ballistic. Higher Love was not out whenever I saw him. I don't think. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I cut you off. What were you saying? Um. Oh, another one is "Tis the Damn Season" oh, by yeah. Taylor Swift. I just love that one. I love Taylor. We love Taylor on this podcast. We do. We do. Um, all, Another person that I think would kill it at a music festival is Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, 100%. Dude, Deja 100%. Vu at a, at, at a festival, it would be oh my gosh, yes. freaking lit. Her entire vibe matches at least the ACL and Lollapalooza vibe. I want to yeah. go to Lollapalooza. We should go to that someday together. Okay. I'm like <laughs> us talking about how overrated it is. Like, let's plan a festival trip. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think the vibes are definitely different at a festival. And um, I'm going to be honest. I've seen lots of drugs and alcohol at a festival. And I think that's why, for me, it's overrated. Is like, you are going to be surrounded by a lot of really scary things. Um, I've seen people, like, pass out in front of me. And it's just like people go more wild at a festival than they would at a regular concert. And so um, I went to Hangout Fest two years um, in Alabama. And it was just like, like I saw people snort cocaine in front of me. And awesome. And like I was offered Molly, I was offered weed, like all these things. And I'm just like, I'm just a kid. <laughs> all these things that I've done. All these things that I've done. And not drugs, though. <laughs> I have not done drugs, though. 
I've done all these things besides drugs. Actually, <laughs> yes. wait. No, I haven't. But I oh. we had a conversation. We had a conversation about this in Lincoln Park, and we revealed some things to each other that were surprising. Do you remember this? Lincoln Park. Oh, I feel like I know yeah. what you're talking about. Um, yeah. Anyways, but no, um, I haven't done drugs. So <laughs> moving on from that. Uh, yeah, anyways, it's just a crazy vibe at festivals. And yeah, like Hopia was saying, if you even leave to like go to the bathroom, you've lost your spot and you're now behind 20,000 people <laughs> at this concert. So um, yeah. Also, like it's the way that they have it with the headliners is like you can't see all of them. Like one of them will come on while the other is. So like if you have two headliners that play at the same time, who are like really big names, you're going to have to miss one or the other, or you're going to have to have horrible seats and like go back and forth. Or that's at least how it was for the festival that I went to. So. Yeah. When Billy and I went to ACL, Mumford and Sons was playing that night. First of all, Mumford and Sons live are incredible. They're so freaking good. That was one of the best shows I've ever seen, but we saw Casey Musgraves and then she was like, Oh my gosh. She was like, Lizzo is next set. So once I finish the song, I don't need you to clap. I need you to sprint across the park and go see Lizzo. And then really? after Lizzo was Mumford and Sons. So it was like people running back and forth. It was wild, yeah. but it was so it was a lot of fun. Um, so maybe music festivals aren't overrated. Maybe they are a blast and a half. Yeah. I think okay, it's definitely worth it to go to one. But I would also, whenever people are posting about them and how great they are, just know that there are a lot of cons. They are expensive and they are sweaty. They're sweaty. They're stinky. There's drugs everywhere. And yeah, sometimes a concert is definitely the way to go. If you want to see somebody just like buy tickets to the concert because concerts are accessible. But then there are some times when it's like, man, listening to Olivia Rodrigo sing Deja Vu on the beach at a music festival would be a time. Listening to Mumford and Sons with the Austin skyline in the background was... Mm -hmm incredible but yeah that's I guess okay so I guess maybe um I need to rethink that one but (laughs) (laughs) okay so I don't actually have anything else on my list that's all she wrote so okay well um thank you for listening to our podcast do we have anything else to talk about that's underrated overrated oh um should we phone a friend should we call someone? Should we? Let's call. Someone. I think it'd be fun. Oh, I think it'd be fun. Okay. Should we call? Let's call, call Michaela. Let's call Michaela. Okay. Let's. Okay, we're not gonna. Here's the. Here's the thing, guys. We're not gonna tell her she's on the pod. We're just gonna have her on the <laughs> pod, and then she can listen and hear it. Or we might tell her. Okay, but but I don't think she'll be able to hear you, Mackenzie. So I'm gonna have to speak for you. Okay, I will not speak. I will be silent. Okay, ready? Let's yes. see if she answers. <laughs> Will it ring? Hello? Hey, Queen. What's up? What are you doing? I am at a Mexican restaurant about to eat dinner. Are you with your family? Yeah. Tell Janae and Sean I say hi. Okay, I will. What's up? Um. Okay, I, I have to ask you a question for research. Okay. What is one thing that you think is underrated or overrated? Oh my gosh, that's so broad. 
I know, but think fast. Oh, uh, ask, Sarah, ask, ask Sean or Janae. Sarah V skincare. <laughs> oh, okay. Ask Wait, ask your, ask your parents. Ask your parents. I'm not at the table. They're not here yet. Oh. Okay, ask her why she thinks that. But I can ask them when they get here and then let you know what they say. Will that be helpful? Um, yeah, totally helpful. But wait, why do you think CeraVe is overrated? Well, I mean, it's not bad. I just think people act like, like all the YouTube people act like it will cure the world's problems. And it's just not going to. Yeah, that's true. Okay, well, um, the real reason why I wanted to ask you is because we're recording a podcast episode right now and you're on the pod. I'm on the podcast. You're on the podcast. podcast. Okay. What's up? Okay. I feel so famous. Oh my gosh. I know. Um, Mackenzie said to phone a friend, and you were the first person I thought of, so you should feel loved. Oh, you thanks. Sorry, I didn't text you back earlier, but have fun with your family. Okay, no worries. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye. And that was my friend Michaela. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Um, I am a little offended by that because I do use CeraVe. Um, I do too. Um, I'm not offended. She's probably right because she did go to school for it. But I do I use CeraVe. I just cannot afford. I just cannot afford. CeraVe is um cheap and it works. Yeah, it gets it does the, job the job done. And it and it, yeah, and I think she would agree with that. Yeah. So I wonder what her parents are gonna say. If her parents, if she asks her parents, we will put it on our Instagram story. It's true. We will. Okay. And this is where we ran into our Wi-Fi issues. So sorry for the abrupt ending, but we appreciate you listening. Thanks for being here. Um, This is our 10th episode. And Mackenzie and I were talking earlier today about how crazy it's been that we've been doing this for 10 weeks, but it's something we really love doing. So Thank you for listening, and for those of you that follow us on Instagram, thank you for engaging with us. Um, We appreciate it. We love the podcast. We have a lot of fun, and um, yeah, it's something we look forward to. So until next week, have a great week. If you agree or disagree with anything we've said in this episode, um, let us know. That would be interesting. Or if you have anything that you think is underrated or overrated, let us know that too. Um, but yeah, hope you enjoyed. Talk to you next week. Be safe and goodbye.